Hello and welcome. My name is Jackie Lindahl and this is the Fit Like a Girl podcast. I am a mom, wife, an avid coffee drinker and weightlifter, as well as a personal trainer. And I own my own company called Fit Like a Girl Personal Training. In this podcast, I will help you reach your weight loss and fitness goals with no BS advice, cutting through all the myths and the crap that is out there so that you feel empowered and confident in reaching your goals. Along with fitness and health, I will also talk about many other subjects like mom stuff, life stuff, business, money, and so much more. So grab a coffee or put on your headphones and go for a walk and let's chat. Hello and welcome back to the Fit Like a Girl podcast. I am your host, Jackie Lindahl. Thank you so much for listening. Today's podcast, I wanted to actually talk about about something going on in my life and how it relates to fitness and wellness and health. And so, yeah. Um, so if you don't follow me on social media or you don't know me personally already, uh, my husband and I just recently announced that we are expecting our second baby in June. Uh, so I am currently pregnant. I'm heading into 14 weeks this week. And yeah, so that's kind of what I wanted to talk about actually was pregnancy. Let's talk about fitness during pregnancy, workouts during pregnancy, um, how I've been feeling and nutrition during pregnancy and just kind of shoot the breeze on those various different topics. I, when I, uh, posted it on Instagram and on Facebook, I of course got like tons of amazing messages of support and excitement from friends and family and followers. And so I also got a lot of questions about what are you going to do for your workouts? What are you going to do for your nutrition? What are you doing differently? So I thought that I would talk about it. Now I will preface this by saying I am not an OBGYN. I'm not a medical doctor. I am a personal trainer. Yes, I don't specialize in postpartum. Um, I would love to have a guest come on here and discuss their expertise in post pre and postpartum and pregnancy and things like that. Um, some at some point, but for today, I'm just going to talk about my personal experience with my pregnancies, uh, with my first and my second thus far, and just kind of give you what I've been doing, what works for me. And just bear in mind what works for one person who is pregnant might not work for another person who is pregnant. And every pregnant person should be consulting with their medical team, as well as basing what they do in their pregnancy on themselves, their health and the health of their themselves and their baby. So with that out of the way, let's talk about it. So I am currently, as I mentioned before, just about 14 weeks along. Um, overall, I would say this pregnancy has been comparable in many ways to my first with my daughter in that I am very grateful and thankful. I didn't have a ton of morning sickness so far. Uh, when I was pregnant with my daughter, I had a few days of feeling kind of crummy, a few days of just where I would have waves of nausea and then they would go away. Whereas in this pregnancy, the one difference is I actually had like days where I felt quite sick in the mornings and a few days where I actually got sick in the mornings. But overall, I will take it because I know some women, for example, my mom, uh, she had very brutal morning sickness throughout her entire pregnancies. And she had five kids. 
why she decided to, you know, knowing how sick that she would get for each pregnancy, I don't know. But, um, yeah, so I'm grateful for that, that I don't feel overall really sick or crappy, at least through my first trimester of this pregnancy so far. And when I was pregnant with my daughter, um, yeah, so I'm very grateful for that. I know a lot of women really suffer with morning sickness. I have a friend right now who is pregnant and they are struggling with morning sickness and energy and things like that, as well as having a toddler that they are trying to navigate parenting and being sick and not feeling well at the same time. Uh, it's been a struggle and I have a lot of empathy for, for her because I can see how hard she's trying and just how crappy she feels. And I don't know that some women have really hard times or they go through like hyperemesis, um, or HG, I think it's called. And that can last your entire pregnancy. I believe Amy Schumer in her documentary, when she was pregnant, talked a lot about it because she went through a very brutal, difficult pregnancy. And I didn't watch the whole thing, but watching clips of what she went through in her pregnancy and how sick every single day she was throughout her entire pregnancy. I have a lot of empathy for women who have really, really tough pregnancies like that, because that is brutal. It's brutal. It's brutal bringing a person into the world sometimes. <laughs> it's not fair. It's not fair. Not only do we have to get huge and get swollen ankles and all these other things and go through this horrific experience of bringing said person into the world in one way or another. But also, yeah, by the way, you're going to throw up for like ever during your pregnancy. It's a dick move. It really is. So yeah, overall, though, I've been feeling pretty good and happy about it. Uh, definitely exhaustion for my first and now my second pregnancy, especially in the first trimester really hit hard where just there's some days where you just can't muster up the energy to do anything. I mean, I could barely muster up the energy some days to make supper, never mind, try to do a workout or be an all-star at my job. There were some days where it was, a low bare minimum effort in those days, just because you're just exhausted and then put not feeling well on top of it and having a toddler that you're trying to manage while you're so unbelievably tired. It's not fun. It's not fun, but such as life when you're pregnant, I'm going to try not to use this podcast to complain too much about pregnancy. Um, but there's definitely some things about it that aren't pleasant. I will say I am not a super happy go lucky. Oh my God. I love pregnancy person. I know that there are some women out there who absolutely love being pregnant and it's their jam and they could just do it all the time. I respect that. I honor that. And I appreciate women who are like that. I am not one of you. <laughs> I am a cranky pregnant person, even though I had, and so far have had very simple, normal pregnancies without major complications or issues. I'm super grateful for those, but just, I don't love being pregnant. It took a lot for my husband to convince me, not convince me. It took a lot of long discussions for us to talk about having another child before I was like, okay, let's just bite the bullet and get this over with. That's kind of how I feel about pregnancy is let's just get this over with. And the longer I prolong it, the harder it's going to be. So I eventually, I hate to use the word like gave in, like he convinced me or like, you know, persuade me in any way. I always wanted two kids. I grew up with four siblings. I always wanted at least two kids. Um, but I just, I don't enjoy being pregnant. I don't love it. I don't love the 
feeling. I don't love the rapid weight gain. Not that there's anything wrong with the weight gain. I just noticed when I was pregnant with my daughter towards the end, because the weight that I gained, I gained a lot of weight really quickly throughout my first pregnancy. I noticed things like my joints hurt. My knees started hurting towards the end. I had a lot of pelvic pain in my second, um, or sorry, in my first pregnancy towards like the end of the second and, and during the third trimester, I had a lot of pelvic pain that I didn't enjoy it. I was cranky. And not only that, I'm the type of person that like, I hate having to second guess things that I do. So during my first pregnancy, I was like, still doing jujitsu, still like training jujitsu and teaching and stuff like that. Obviously we had to modify my training and it slowed down rapidly towards, you know, the second and third trimesters and stuff, but just having to like second guess myself all the time being like, should I be doing this? I don't know if I should be doing that. Maybe I should do this. And I just hated it. It was just, I don't know, too much of a thought process, I guess. (laughs) I just want to be able to do what I want without considering that there's another living being inside my body. Okay. I'm just kidding but seriously. (laughs) So yeah, enough of that tangent about how much I hate pregnancy. Um, I wanted to actually touch on workouts because that's a very common question that I've received quite a few times, even just in my DMS and on TikTok. I got a question about it. So, and clients and people that I talk to and my friends are asking me about my workouts. So I thought I could use this opportunity to talk about it. So again, this is my experience with my workouts and my pregnancy, every woman is different. Please don't compare yourself and your pregnancy and what you're going through to someone else's, especially someone you see on Instagram or somebody else. It's your journey. It's not anyone else's. Just want to remind you of that. So throughout my first pregnancy with my daughter, I was able to keep up with my workouts actually pretty good. Obviously the first trimester was hard because you're exhausted. So I know, um, during the first trimester with my daughter and this pregnancy as well. Um, my effort for my workouts was, wasn't there. A lot of times it was just going through the motions and just getting it done. However, though, they would help me feel better. Like if I was feeling nauseous or something like that, and I at least did some exercise, even if it wasn't stellar or fantastic, I would feel better after. Now it's not every woman's experience. Some women exercise made their nausea worse for me. It did help. Um, but again, that's not everyone's experience. And I did find that it just helped give that sense of normalcy continuing about my daily activities like working out. And I'm using that this time around to remember that it helped a lot during my first pregnancy because there's so many different changes going on with your body and you're anxious about the changes in your life that are coming that at least keeping a sense of routine and normalcy, especially when it came to my workouts and stuff like that helped a lot. And it was something that I could do. And so there is a lot of talk nowadays about, um, working out while pregnant and things like that, because the, evidence in the science and what we see now has changed so much over the years. I know when my mom was having kids and pregnant and stuff in kind of the eighties and nineties, exercise wasn't really talked about. It wasn't talked about at all. Hell smoking wasn't talked about at all. (laughs) Like when she was having kids, her doctor was like, yeah, you're smoking while pregnant. Okay. (laughs) Don't judge my mom. It was very common in the eighties and nineties. Go talk to your mom about it. She probably did it too. And so it was so just not talked about back then. Nobody brought up exercise while pregnant. If anything, they discouraged women from exercising while pregnant because they didn't know 
about the benefits and they were worried about exercise being a risk. And especially I know when my grandparents had kids, exercise again, wasn't really talked about at all while pregnant. Hell, exercise in general with my grandparents' generation wasn't talked about. And so now though, the science and the evidence and things like that have changed where they're actually more encouraging of women exercising and working out while pregnant. Obviously, especially if you exercise and work out prior to your pregnancy to continue your workouts throughout. Not only for mental health benefits, like I talked about before, for me, it got, gave a really good sense of normalcy and just continuing with my routine helped me mentally, but physically is been shown that working out while pregnant is great for mom to keep her active and moving helps keeps the joints strong, your muscles strong, but they've also shown that women who exercise while pregnant do have you on average, of course, there's exceptions to every rule, but on average, they've shown to have better, easier deliveries and better and easier recovery. Now, of course, delivery, labor and delivery and recovery is you feel like you got hit by a fucking truck regardless of if you worked out during pregnancy, but the science has shown that recovery is better and easier for on average, of course, there's exceptions, like I said, to every situation for women who did work out during pregnancy. Now I do say this with the utmost most respect of, I understand that there are women who cannot exercise while pregnant. Either they are sick, they have a high risk pregnancy and then they can't work out, or there's some other things going on that their doctor and or medical team have said, you know, exercise isn't the best option for you. I completely respect that. And I understand that isn't every person who has a baby. It's not every person's journey. Again, I'm just talking about mine. So yeah, for me, it was a really good motivator to keep working out. And my doctor, as well as my, like my general practitioner doctor, as well as my OBGYN, both very much encouraged me just to keep doing what I was doing. They said, you know, obviously as you go through and as you get bigger, you're going to have to modify your workouts. Um, but overall they were very encouraging of keep doing your workouts and your routine as best as you can for as long as you can. So with my daughter, I did work out, I believe until about 37 weeks. And then it just got to the point where I was just tired and I was just ready to take a break. So I just worked out until I was ready to take a break. And that's exactly what I did. And I took a break until I, after I delivered my daughter and, um, yeah, I believe with my daughter, I worked out anywhere from three to four, maybe five days a week. Uh, either doing strength training or doing some form of walking, or I was still doing some jujitsu and kickboxing at the time with my first pregnancy here and there throughout, like I said, kind of when it came towards the third trimester, I stopped altogether, um, with kickboxing and, um, jujitsu, unless I was like hitting heavy bag or doing pad work or something like that, that I could do with a partner quite easily. And with this pregnancy, I'm not doing as much jujitsu and kickboxing just circumstance because just where we live right now, and we're just not really doing that much training or anything right now, but I am still keeping up with my workouts. So over the past couple of months, I've been averaging about three workouts a week, um, strength training, working workouts and trying to get in just activity through walks and things like that as much as I can. Um, 
now we have a bunch of snow here where we live. So it's kind of hard to really get outside and go for a good walk. But my husband and I are entertaining the idea of getting a treadmill, uh, which would just be nice so that in the wintertime when it's minus 40 out or there's, you know, a blizzard outside like there was here this morning, I can just hop on the treadmill and, you know, listen to some music or a podcast or something and just get some steps in and walk. So that's my plan. Um, but yeah, I'm overall enjoying the workouts and enjoying now I'm in my second trimester. I'm liking having a little bit more energy where I feel like, okay, I can actually start to like continue to up the weights with my workouts and push things as best as I can. I remember with my second trimester with my daughter, I took the advantage of the extra energy boost of energy and not feeling like a sack of shit opportunity to be able to, you know, up the weights for my workouts and push things along and kind of up the intensity for things and really enjoyed it. So that's my plan for my second trimester is just to keep pushing the strength. I'm using this pregnancy experience and the addition of extra calories to kind of give myself a bit of a mini bulk. And I'm hoping to maybe put on a little bit of muscle mass just because I can, um, and use the advantage of the extra calories and protein and things like that, that I'm eating over the next six months now, um, to be able to maybe put on a little bit of extra muscle mass and maybe finally grow my biceps and hamstrings, poor biceps and hamstrings. They're so tiny. <laughs> so, so yeah, um, overall though, like I said before, preg working out and exercising while pregnant is very beneficial for both mom and baby. And really, I think at the end of the day, if you are pregnant or wanting to get pregnant and thinking about exercise and stuff, just find something that you enjoy, whether it's walking, whether it's swimming, biking, weightlifting, yoga, find something that you enjoy that you can do to keep yourself active, not only, and obviously with the guidance of your doctor, um, not only to keep yourself healthy physically, but also mentally. One thing that I will say is that I've seen some women panic when they get pregnant and they get worried about gaining too much weight. So they try to use exercise as a way of not gaining too much weight. Now, how much weight you have to gain during pregnancy and stuff like that, I, every person is different and I can't really speak to specifics on that because I'm, again, not a medical professional. But what I will say is sway yourself from thinking I need to start exercising during while I'm pregnant so that I don't gain weight and just approach it from a holistic lifestyle standpoint in I want to exercise while I'm pregnant so I can stay healthy and strong and feel good. That's the most important thing. When it comes to pregnancy, now is not the time to worry about not gaining weight or try to prevent weight gain or keep your girlish figure. You know, your body is going to change and develop and you're going to gain weight during your pregnancy. That's what your body's going to do. And so you don't, and I'm not saying this to use this as an excuse to gain as much weight as possible. We all know that there are risks to gaining too much weight during pregnancy. However, though, at the same time, your body needs to change and develop during pregnancy that trying to actively discourage it from doing that isn't healthy. So instead of approaching fitness in that aspect, approach it from, I want to keep myself healthy and strong and take after my physical and mental health during my pregnancy. And that's why I want to exercise. And in that, I want to also touch on nutrition. So for nutrition, um, for me, I 
with my daughter and being pregnant with my daughter, I didn't change a ton other than just upping my calorie intake as my pregnancy went along. Generally speaking, from what my doctor told me was I didn't really need to change a lot throughout my first trimester when it came to calorie intake and things like that. Second trimester, you add a little bit. So she had told me to add about two to 300 calories a day above my maintenance into the second trimester. And then into the third trimester, three to 500 calories over my maintenance. And then if I chose to exclusively breastfeed to maintain that, um, same calorie intake is similar to the second and third trimesters. So that's kind of what I did. I am tracking a little bit here and there, just basically because when I was in my first trimester with this pregnancy and having those days where I felt like crap, it was hard for, I had, I feel like a few more food aversions this time around where just a lot of foods just kind of turned me off and I didn't really feel like eating the normal foods that I would. Whereas when I was pregnant with my daughter, I craved fruits and vegetables, which was like, it was a good thing because I ate a lot of fruit, a lot of vegetables with my daughter, because that's just what I was craving. But also at the same time, I was like, oh man, like fruits and veggies, that's what you want. That's so lame. Whereas with this pregnancy, I was in my first trimester because I had like a few more days where I felt crappy and had kind of more food aversions. The main foods that I wanted was just carbohydrates give me chips, give me bagels, give me bread, give me all those types of things. And I wasn't really focusing on my protein intake, totally slacked throughout my first uh, trimester. So that's what I've been tracking lately. It's just my protein intake because I slacked so hard on it in my first trimester. I want to make sure that I keep and maintain that protein intake. Pregnant women do need generally to, or like in general, pregnant women need to keep up their protein intake. And for me also, because I'm weight training and I'm hoping to put on a little bit of muscle mass, um, I need to really watch my protein intake. So that's what I have been tracking. Not that I've been restricting calories or anything like that. I just want to make sure that I am hitting my protein. So that's pretty much all that I'm actually tracking. Like I'm not really, even then I'm only tracking maybe a couple days a week just to make sure that I'm getting in that protein intake. And over the last like week, I've just been really focusing on, okay, I want to make sure that I get X amount generally around 30 grams, 20 to 30 grams per meal and snack and just keeping myself around there. So I know at the end of the day, I'm hitting right around my protein goals. So that's what I've been doing. Um, it's been working for me. Like I mentioned before, you know, you're going to gain weight during pregnancy. And that's something I understand. And I know, uh, with my daughter, I gained like nearly 45 pounds. It was like between, it was like 43 or 44 pounds that I gained with my daughter in my first pregnancy, which is a lot, not a lot. It was a, I shouldn't say that it felt like a lot considering my daughter was only six pounds, five ounces of that 40 some odd weight gain. My daughter was only six pounds, five ounces, which I don't understand because it's not like I didn't gain weight because somebody had kind of said when she was, she was tiny, she was just so tiny when she was born and somebody was like, Oh, and then they kind of asked like, well, how much weight did you gain? And I was like 40, damn near 45 pounds. And they were like, Oh, she's tiny. And I'm like, yeah, I was thinking that this baby was going to be a lot bigger than she was, but no just an itty bitty little baby and a whole lot of weight gain in my first pregnancy, which is fine. It's fine. It was supposed to happen. And actually something that my 
My OB had said in her experience with athletic patients or patients that work out or have a good amount of muscle mass. And she said in her experience, she actually finds that her like more athletic patients, um, do gain more weight on average than a lot of women. And because I was worried about my weight gain towards the end and I gained most of my weight in the third trimester with my daughter, I gained I don't think I gained any in the first trimester with my daughter. I gained a little bit, like 10 pounds in the second trimester. I was kind of like, oh, I didn't really gain a lot. And then in my third trimester, I packed on the pounds a lot. And it wasn't really that I was changing anything. I don't, I wasn't eating excessively or anything like that. And I said to her, like, I gained a lot of weight really quickly. And I was just a little bit worried about that because, you know, the average that they want you to gain if you're a healthy BMI and healthy weight pre-pregnancy is something like 25 to 35 pounds. And I was gaining like over 40. And I was like, you know, what do I do about this weight gain? Like, I don't think I'm doing anything wrong. I'm still exercising. I'm eating healthy. And she's like, she looks at me, she goes, don't worry about it. And I'm like, what do you mean don't worry about it? (laughs) And she said, and that's what she said. She said, you're an athletic person. You're an athlete. You were athletic before and you work out and stuff like that. She said, I'm not worried about that at all. And she said, my more athletic patients tend to gain weight and gain more weight than maybe people who aren't as athletic. And she said, it's nothing that you're doing wrong or anything like that. She said, your body just is gaining weight for you. And I was like, okay. So, I mean, it was great that she was super supportive and understanding. And, you know, I've seen, some women have really negative experiences with their doctor and shamed over the amount of weight that they gained and stuff like that over their pregnancy, which is, I mean, pregnancy is hard enough. Never mind having somebody wag their finger in your face being like, stop gaining weight. It's like, thanks. I'm growing a human here. I appreciate that. Um, so yeah, it was just nice to have her support and just her understanding of this is just kind of how it is and that's okay. So yeah. And as far as like I said, with nutrition and stuff, I didn't really change a whole lot other than just adjusting, adjusting my portion sizes and maybe adding in an extra snack here and there just to make up for those extra calories that I needed. And also just respecting my body. And if I wanted extra treats or if I wanted extra pizza or whatever, I honored that. And I respected that because I mean, you know, whatever I'm pregnant. So without going overboard at the same time, because obviously I didn't want to overdo my weight gain, which was already more than I anticipated it would be. And yeah. So, um, other than that though, with nutrition, like I said, it didn't really change a lot. And with this pregnancy kind of just taking the same approach other than just watching my protein and take a little bit more closely, just because it was something that I was really slacking on throughout my first trimester. And from here on out, my plan is just to do kind of similar with what I did with my daughter. And now that I have less food aversions that I'm in my second trimester, I'm eating a lot more vegetables and fruits than before. Um, even though in my first trimester, I didn't eat a lot of them. So that's pretty much what I wanted to chat about today. Those were some of the main questions that I was getting, um, since I announced my pregnancy and lots of, and I'm hoping that, um, you're finding this information helpful and useful. And like I said, you know, each person, an individual and pregnancy is completely different from another. So the main thing to remember is just don't compare yourself to others on the internet or what you see, because a social media isn't always what is cracked up to be. And a lot of people only post the highlights or days that they're feeling good during their pregnancy and things like that. And 
you are your own individual and you have to do what's right for you and your pregnancy and your baby and working with your medical team and your doctors or midwives or whoever you're using to navigate through your pregnancy. So that is the episode for today. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. If you haven't already, please feel free to subscribe and follow this podcast so that you can stay up to date with all the new episodes that come out. I try to do like one episode every couple of weeks kind of seems to be my trend. Um, So definitely make sure that you hit that subscribe button so that you can follow along. Also, if you haven't already, feel free to follow me on social media. I will post my Instagram in the show notes and you can follow me on there. Um, And then from there, you can find me on TikTok, Facebook, YouTube that I haven't used in a long time, all that good stuff. If you have questions or you want to inquire about some of my personal training and online training options, feel free to head to my website. I will post the link in the show notes, but it is fitlikeagirl.ca. And otherwise, I just wanted to say thank you very much for listening. I hope that you find what's going on on this podcast helpful. If you do and you've been liking the podcast so far, please feel free to leave a five-star review. And if you have something nice to say, a five-star written review is even better just to help increase the visibility of this podcast so that other people can come by and view it. And it just helps with the, um, the viewership of the podcast to have more reviews. So I would really genuinely appreciate that. Otherwise I will talk with you all soon. Thank you again for listening and take care fam.